0: And welcome to this week's edition of Monday Night Football, Your Voice for Youth Soccer. I'm um, Coach Alan DeRitter, and we always start off our show with a prayer. Uh, and uh, and follow us in the name Holy Spirit, amen. So God, thanks for letting us be here live, and uh pray that um, we'll be able to have a really good show and be able to um, give you honor and glory with it. And uh, thank you for letting us have a chance to play soccer uh, during these COVID times and hurricanes. And uh, I pray that we'll be able to continue to play. Uh, your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, y'all, I'm coming to you live from Dulles High School. And uh, I'm wearing my COVID mask. Uh, and, uh, and so that's what you see this spacesuit kind of look. Uh, we're at 5300 um, St. Charles Avenue. And uh, if you want to come to the open house, you're welcome to. Uh, we'll be open up until 8 o'clock. And we'd love to uh, to see you here at De La Salle, okay? Well tonight we're gonna to be to focusing our attention on, on the southeastern part of our state, okay, of our boot. And uh, as to uh, we if you look at our uh, on um, look if you screen screen uh, scroll down, excuse me, you'll see that we are we have already had our preview shows for the north, the central, and the southwest. And uh, for boys and girls, and now we're going to focus our attention to the southeast, which usually gets maybe too much attention on the Internet. And um, on Monday Night Football, we, we try to try to uh, spread that around. So um, I wanted to get uh, some coaches out here uh, to be involved and, and to answer your questions. But I don't know if that's going to be possible today because a lot of coaches are on the field coaching. I think a lot of us, what we're trying to do is trying to play as many games as we can uh, before uh, all the rumors that we're hearing uh, on the on the grapevine that we're going to shut down for COVID soon uh, start to come to fruition. Now let's hope and pray that does not happen. And um, and I will say this that uh, that we um, we had to shut down our club season today, okay, because of the COVID restrictions. So that's a bad, bad sign, y'all. In high school, um, if, if we're going to shut down, we just got we just got our our U eight and U six programs going about five weeks ago again, and now to have to shut that down was was quite a blow. And uh, my parents are very disappointed, but that's just how how it's going to have to be this year. And we we basically take things one hour at a time, definitely not not one day at a time. Too many changes; things change constantly. Anyway. Um, uh before we get really cranked up and, and, and going we want to uh, give give kudos to our sponsor Club Soccer and uh, uh, Club Soccer is is always uh, there for you if you want if you want to um, they are they are at 6601 Veterans Memorial Boulevard in Metairie. Uh, their phone number is 504-888-1227 504-888-1227, and there was just an incident today where my goalie just really needs some good gloves that can, can deal with all the uh, all the wetness we're, we're experiencing in our night games, and uh, and they have a pair waiting for me right now, we're ready to go. So again, club soccer at six six zero one Veterans Memorial Boulevard in Metairie, uh, right on, right almost in the Kenner. Again, their phone numbers are 888-1227, and their hours are 10 o'clock a.m. to 5 o'clock p.m. Okay? So that's our sponsor. If you would like to sponsor our show, of course, you can reach out to me. And today, if you want to be a part of our show, we'd love you uh, to be a part of our show. We're going to be uh, checking our text messages, and um, you can text us at 504-577-577. 3131. Okay. 504-577-3131. And uh and anyway, and we'll be glad to answer your question or read your prediction. Who do you think is going to be number one uh, at uh, in at the end of the year in LA, in Louisiana and with the LHSAA? Okay. So um uh, let us know and uh and let's get this show on the road, shall we? Okay, um, I'm going to, okay, can't do that. Okay, so first of all, uh, let's take a look uh, at at our divisions in the Southeast. Okay, let's we'll start with Division One. Okay, I mean, excuse me, yeah, Division One, and uh, in the Southeast, uh, we haven't really talked about the Bayou Division yet, uh, and the Baton Rouge Division. So I would like to start there. Um, in the Baton Rouge Division, uh, Catholic Baton Rouge is is I think the coach's choice to be the team that should uh, make a lot of noise this year, but we do have our eyes definitely on Denham Springs. Okay. And and really I think everybody should be watching Walker and Zachary. There's been a lot, there's been a lot of money infused into that area and, uh, the facilities have been great. And, uh, and and this year too, we have an oddity at Baton Rouge High School is going to be a Division One. They they constantly teeter totter between Division One and Division Two. So uh, we are hoping that um uh, we're hoping that this is going to be a tight race. It's going to be a fun one to watch. By the way, if you hear all that noise, again, we're coming to you from uh, Dallas High School's open house. So you're going to hear some noise from time to time. Okay. So anyway, that's Division One in Baton Rouge. Okay. Um, now, going to the uh, the other Florida parishes, okay, the North Shore, I mean, North Shore is the North Shore, isn't it? You got Covington, Fountain Blue, Hammond, Mandeville, North Shore, Pontchartula, Slidell, and St. Paul's. And thank God, I think, I think of all the districts that are out there and all the divisions, this is one district and division that's probably glad we're doing power rankings, okay, because uh, how do you how do you eliminate, we, the way we used to do, it, you had two teams from each district go. Look at all these great teams that would be eliminated from the playoffs year in and year out, okay? Of course, St. Paul's is the number one team in the country, and, and there's really no reason to believe that they're not going to be the number one team in the country by the time the season's over. They are loaded with talent. They're reloading again this year. We're going to be watching them as they go along, but uh, there's... there's they're, they're really and truly, I don't think are, uh, is any, uh, they showing any signs of slowing down. And I'm taking a look at what they have done so far. If um, you give me a second, I'm kind of curious. Right, so, okay, so, all right. So, so far they've beaten St. Amant, which, of course, St. Amant is, is fantastic. Santa Mont's always just right there with them. They lost. I mean, uh, Saint Paul's beat them one to nothing, and then um, and they beat Brother Martin five to nothing. And I hear Brother Martin's supposed to be good this year. And then Duster six to nothing. Okay, and uh, and we're waiting to see what happened with the Jesuit game. But so far, no results have been posted for Jesuit. So uh, that is that is something. Okay, yeah, they're saying that the game was postponed with Jesuit. So, so um, anyhow, uh, you got to pick St. Paul's to take that division. But, y'all, look, uh, Mandeville just won a big game this week. Um, you got North Shore High School, um, where the girls are, are excellent. Um, you have Fountain Bloom. Covington just had a coaching change, which was a huge surprise to me. Um, uh, Dexter and. Uh, Dexter and Jimmy are, aren't going to be coaching anymore. Jimmy Inman, one of the best coaches I've ever met and uh, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And now Covington's going to be changing hands. And uh, and then you got to look at Ponchatoula. They're full of Stisa players in Slido, which is full of Slido uh, soccer club players. So you get, you get no free rides on the North Shore, uh, but I think St. Paul's really is uh, a no-brainer. Uh, now we're going to the Bayou in Division One. You got Central LeFouche, Touchtown, East Ascension, HL Bourgeois, St. Amant, and Thibodeau, okay? Um, in this division here, East Ascension was the darling. Uh, it's really kind of hard to to put a Gonzalez team, in my opinion, in with the Bayou, but that's kind of how it worked out. And so uh, we played HL Bourgeois the other day. Uh, uh, I think you're looking at St. Amant. St. Amant just showed you how strong they were. With St. Paul's uh, and East Ascension, uh, crosstown rivals, and uh, East Ascension trying to keep up with St. Amont's success, and then uh, and then Dutchtown—I mean the Griffins—they're—they're uh, they're due. If St. Paul's wouldn't be in their way, uh, I think this district would have produced uh, a couple of our last state champions. Okay, but St. Paul's is in the way, and they're not going anywhere. So, in a way, in Division I, it's kind of like a fight to see who's going to lose to St. Paul's. And uh, in the New Orleans area, of course, we have the Catholic League, which isn't so Catholic anymore. we got Rummel, Brother Martin, and Jesuit. But then you got Honville, East St. John, and Destrehan. Interesting teams to be in the Catholic League. And uh, Destrehan usually puts out a good product. East St. John's got a lot of talent, but Coach Ruffning has stepped down from there. And in the good old days, Hanville was something. And they're being coached right now by one of their best, uh, Matt Oob, um, who I had the privilege of uh, coaching a playoff game with him on the field. And uh, and so. The tradition of Hanville has been regenerated, um, and, but it's going to be kind of hard to emerge in the Catholic League uh, when you have the strong teams like uh, Archbishop Brummel, uh, which which is making some headlines. So I'm going to play them next week, okay? And um, and of course Jesuit. All right, Jesuit's always going to be Jesuit. Uh, Jesuit was able to beat St. Paul's and uh, a couple of years back, but since then it's been St. Paul's uh, roost. Now, um, an interesting district. Uh, the, the other New Orleans teams are Shalmet, Grace King, John Eric, and West Jefferson. And Shalmet's uh, got a lot of talent. Grace King, when they're when they're well coached, is as good as anybody. I would argue uh, West Jefferson's got one of our best uh, coaches around. Um, uh, one of my coaches, uh, he used to coach for us at, so- at Soccer Innovations, and so Coach uh, uh, Zalea is is very good. And um, and John Eric's just always has talent, so a four-team district. It's going to be interesting to see how that ends up. So with the boys, that's Division One. Now, in Division Two, uh, in the Southeast, okay. we'll we'll start off with um, with Baton Rouge area, and really Baton Rouge. Uh, yeah, Broadmoor, Liberty, Live Oak, McKinley, Placaman, Terra, and Woodlawn Baton Rouge. Woodlawn's uh changing changing uh head coaches, okay, um from their traditional uh, base. And then Live Oak is one of the best coaches in the state, I think. Um for those of you who watch LA Prep soccer, it's Methuselah, okay? And um and so Live Oak uh I've never had an easy game with them and I and I and I really would 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 say that anybody who's gonna be playing a sly vote better do their homework, okay? Uh, I haven't beaten them yet, let's put it that way. Now, in the Bayou, you got AJ Ellender, South LaFouche, who, uh, uh, who just beat HL, excuse me, South Terbone that just beat HL, South LaFouche and Terrebonne. So here, this uh, this district, uh, Terrebonne, we played, la- I played last year. They, they have a lot of homo players there and uh, they have to split their their talent with South Terrebonne, which is kind of weird, but um, but I think uh, who wins this district is for me it's a toss up. If I had to put uh put my money on it, it would be Terrebonne. Now, in the New Orleans area, you got Archbishop Shaw, Bell Chase, Helen Cox, Higgins, and Landry Walker. Um, Landry Walker and Higgins are dangerous teams. Um, Helen Cox, I'd put in that. Bell Chase has very good players, and now they have a, a a new coach. And I just played Archbishop Shaw the other day, and they are very, very strong. Okay, they have an eighth grader that lights the world on fire, and um, and they also have a, a senior who's probably going to be playing college soccer uh, next year. So Shaw is 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 really looking at a potential of being able to really uh, run this district. Okay. We'll see how it goes uh, as the season goes on. But uh, um, I I expect Shaw to be on top of this district. Now, on the East Bank, we have Ben Franklin, Franklinton. It's like Franklinton. (laughs) But anyway, Holy Cross, then Lakeshore, Salmon, and St. Aug. So it's kind of like a slice of the North Shore to the South Shore, everybody who's not on the West Bank. That's a strange, strange district. Okay, so... How can you bet against Holy Cross? You can't. Okay, Holy Cross is defending state champion, and uh, Ben Franklin though is a tough out. Uh, ben Franklin's always ready to play. They, they have a lot of talent again this year, from what I hear, and so they should give Holy Cross all they can handle as they did last year. Um, I would say watch out for Lakeshore. Okay, of course Lakeshore is getting fed by Mandeville Soccer Club. And you got to just assume that Lakeshore is always going to be strong. Franklinton, uh, have no idea. Salmon, from time to time, can put together a good team. And St. Augustine is brand new this year, and I wish them all of the best, okay? I hope that they are able to have a good season this year. Um, now, uh, for some reason, the state made a Division to Jefferson Parish East Bank district, okay? Uh, I guess uh, they just thought it would be too many teams, and and I don't understand. Maybe if you're going to have a three-team district, why not just put Franklinton, Lakeshore, and Salmon in a district? But instead, they put Bonneville, East Jefferson, and Riverdale, all three teams who are rivals to each other. They're going to kick their teeth in, okay? Uh, uh, I would pick Bonneville right now, with East Jefferson uh, going in a different direction now that Jonathan's not coaching and Riverdale's well coached, okay, and they have a steady program. Uh, and Riverdale's, uh, you know, they're actively uh, uh, searching for games right now. It looks like so. So anyway, uh, I think Bonneville's still the team to beat. Bonneville's not shy about playing anybody talented uh, uh, in their schedule, and kind of taking taking a look at them. Uh, I think. Um, I think I, I think really uh, I would pick Bonneville to be the team that, win, that is a winner of that district. Again, let's take a break for a second. And we definitely like to tell you uh, that uh, you can give us your questions at uh, 504-577-3131. 504 3131 if you want to uh if you want to uh give us your predictions on who should be the best team in the state uh, we thank everybody who is on board right now uh, we've got quite a few people and uh and of course you can watch this stream on your own time on crescent city sports okay all right uh and one more reminder for everybody if you hear all the noise uh, we're having our, our open house here at De La Salle. And, uh, and so that's the noise that you're hearing. And that's why we're broadcasting live. And uh, we're seeing some really cool, interesting people come through. Uh, I don't think it's legal for me to tell you who. All right. But some definitely some celebrities have walked through here just now. OK, it's really kind of cool. All right. Now let's go to Division Three. All right. Let's put it this way the one person that just walked through, I'm glad I had my mask on. and by the way all y'all watching this is a mask okay all right in 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 division three now our division okay I say our de la Salle okay when you look at um, when you look at Baton Rouge that's a packed difficult district you got Baker Bel Air Brule, Parkview Baptist St. Michael's University and West Feliciana okay don't know much about West Feliciana uh brulee bel-air and baker but i do know a bunch about parkview baptist st michael and university okay i had to play all three of them last year and uh these teams have one goal in mind when they step on the field that they are going to win a state championship now university uh, took care of business last year st michael is always on their heels and uh and it's looking like st michael's uh, is going to have a really strong team this year. Parkview Baptist, from what I'm from what i hearing from uh, Coach Starcap, is that they're kind of rebuilding this year. And uh, I'll believe that when I see it, OK? We'll be playing them. Um, and hopefully, we'll be playing St. Michael in their tournament. Last year, they had us playing university in their tournament. So uh, maybe I'll get a good chance to see these teams in action. Who should win the district? My gut feeling uh, would be how could you vote against University okay all right so um, anyhow look uh, let me let me know your questions on uh, 504-577-3131 if you want to get your voice heard by the way okay all right Um, let's go now to uh, the district that I'm in it's a crazy district y'all it's absolutely nuts you have La Salle in New Orleans, Edie White, okay, in Thibodeau, Haynes in Metairie, Lusher right down the street from me, Luch okay, down the Bayou, down the River Parishes, Morgan City, which is in a Chaffalaya region, Patrick Taylor, which is on the West Bank, and Sophie B. Wright, which is right down the street from me. Who made this district? Okay, I mean, we have district games where we're going to be driving two and a half hours to play in a district game. So it was a magnificent district last year. And we fully expect it to be a magnificent district this year as well. Okay. You got Lusser, who really fell short uh, last year. I think they really thought they could have won a state title last year. And so far, they're undefeated as this young season has, has emerged. Um, they beat St. Martin's last week, six to nothing okay or was it eight to nothing still it was uh there's no contest and uh they are really poised for more the sc- the schedule is loaded so the power ranking is going to be high okay um Edie white roger bima and that crew um they had to feel like they fell short last year as well okay it's t- uh Edie white uh, it's their time to go uh, and, and uh but they got they got lusher in their way I'd like to think that De La Salle is going to be a pretty good team this year. I don't like to toot my own horn, but we have a good starting 11. The problem is with COVID and football, it's it's hard to field them. And, um, uh, and we don't have football over until January. So in De La Salle, we're the number one seed in football and in our division. So. It's going to be an aggravating three months for me. We have a game tomorrow, and I'm not even sure if I'm going to have my football players totally just yet because they have to go to practice tomorrow. They could get hurt tomorrow, so you know, the coach could change his mind about letting the soccer—I mean the football players—play soccer. So I take things one hour at a time. But if, if you're going to pick a pick the district winner, everybody's pretty much said uh, and handed Lusher that title. I think you got to watch out for Haynes. Okay, Haynes usually has a good talent pool. They looked very strong last year, and I expect them to put a, a good squad together this year as well. And let me tell you something about Sophie B. Wright. I lost to them last year. Uh, they have a lot of talent, okay, and now they got their feet really wet last year. I think that's a very dangerous team. All right, now to the other district in Division Three. you got Archbishop Hannon. International High School of New Orleans, Kenner Discovery, NOMA, Pearl River, Psy Academy, and Vanderbilt Catholic. How can you pull against Vanderbilt Catholic? And another thing is, how can you make a district like this? I don't understand it, okay? How you could put a team from Homa with a team from Madisonville uh, in the same district. Uh, uh, Nothing personal, LHSAA. We love the the way that you pay attention to soccer and uh, how good you've treated us. Uh, but man, you got you got an uptown team, North Shore team, Homa team, and then you, then uh, you have Pearl River, which is on the almost to Mississippi, and uh and then a West Bank team in Noma, uh, and then a counter team. I don't know if any of y'all drove dr, dr, uh, from New Orleans, but man. I'm playing Kenner on Thursday with my girls' team. I mean that—that's a 40-minute drive. Okay, it's like going out of town. So these teams are, are have a massive district as well. And again, I, I don't think anybody would vote against Vanderbilt Catholic. Um, uh, they're due. Okay, they had a great run last year, and and uh, uh, I think uh, Vanderbilt would be hard pressed to not win this district. Archbishop Hannon, and said that uh, has put together a few good years, and uh, and of course Noma. I know a lot of the Noma players because a lot of them played for my club before, and uh, and uh, they're, they're just loaded with talent too. So we'll just have to see. International High School is kind of an enigma for me. I don't understand uh, why they why, why they haven't performed better than they have. Uh, now Pearl River is a hard place to play uh, if you've ever if you ever dealt with them. So, you know, if I got to pick a winner, to me, it's, I'm going to pick Vanderbilt in this division, in this district, rather. Now, Division 4, all right, when you got uh, in the Baton Rouge area, okay, uh, it's 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 Catholic Point Capi, Central Private, Dunham, Episcopal, and Port Allen. Okay, that's a loaded district, um, especially when you got Dunham and Episcopal. Dunham is a really hard place to play, and Episcopal usually always has a lot of talent, okay? Uh, Catholic Point Capi uh, can't play for district honors, but they're gonna have to be a wrinkle into it. And so, I don't know, uh, uh, if I have to pick it blindly, I'd pick Dunham. It's hard to pick against Episcopal though. Now, in the, nor- in the uh, North Shore district, it- it's there's no room to breathe. You got Christ, Episcopal, which I played the other day. They're young, but very strong. Northlake Christian, always going to be well coached. Nick Chetta there. Pope John Paul, which is really looking to make some noise this year. And St. Thomas Aquinas, which I saw them play Fountain Blue the other day, and they put together a very good uh, uh, team and a good effort. So um, Christ Episcopal is one of the – the, the the favorites i think going into this year they are young though and i haven't seen north lake christian yet it's hard to uh, vote against them and Pope up paul is excellent so um uh, this district here especially if they play each other twice um it's gonna there's gonna be some some uh, broken teeth let's put it that way okay now down the bayou you got ascension christian covenant christian Homa christian riverside academy and saint charles okay um uh, all these teams are going to be familiar with each other lhsaa this is a district that makes a lot of sense okay spread all these teams in close proximity to go in after each other palmer christian is very much due uh, uh, they've been getting a lot of talent uh, and, and really taking talent away from ed white and vanderbilt um, you got riverside academy uh which which should be strong and then the st charles which always puts out a good team uh it's a fun place to play and we have to wait and see i have to see them play we're going to play them in a couple weeks i'll be able to let you know um after i play them but um the the word on the street that i hear is that st charles is a team to beat i would say watch out for covenant christian they play intense and i play them saturday with my boys and uh I got my guys already primed and ready for a tough, tough, tough game. Covenant Christian is is a hard team to play. Now, the last district uh, in Division IV uh, just happens to have the defending state champions in it. You got Newman, Thomas Jefferson, Sarah T. Reed, and Fisher. Uh, no disrespect to Fisher, Sarah Reed, or Thomas Jefferson, but Newman could probably win that district with their JV. All right? Uh, uh, it's... It's going to be good for all those other programs to play at Isidore newman uh, and coach body and um and i think that that could point them to some success in the future as the year goes on but it's going to be a hard 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 um deal for any of them to come out of that district as district champions okay well, that's our pick from the boys uh, I want to take a break and, again, promote our, our sponsor, Club Soccer in Metairie at 6601 Veterans Boulevard. their um, phone number is 888-1227. That's 888-1227. And we really are pleased with the service we get from Club Soccer. Um, the Zelaya brothers have done a great job of keeping Ms. Pat Caffarella's store alive and thriving. And... Um, it has the same feel to it when you walk in. You can't just walk in and buy something. You, you walk in and you have a great conversation with them. Uh, they do great business, and they try to make sure that you walk out with all of your needs met. So, again, that's Club Soccer, 6601 Veterans Memorial Boulevard in Metairie. Tell them that that uh, Soccer Innovations of America or Monday Night Football sent you, or Coach DeRitter, if you want to just use my name. Okay? So... There, there, uh, there. We have it. Um, um, now let's go. Turn our attention now to um, to the girls' game, okay? In uh, divisions one through, okay. Um, let me get these pulled up real quick. All right. Let's see. Oh, I forgot one thing. Okay, before we leave the boys, let's go over this week's scores, okay? H.L. Bourgeois uh, was able to beat Patrick Taylor 4-2. to two. Uh, Oh, that, that's, that's girls. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get to boys. All right, Hannon was beat by Bonneville 5-2, to two, okay? And uh, word on the street there is that Bonneville has a player that, that, uh, that, that is outstanding. Number two, I don't have a name for him. McKinley beat Rummel. Now, look, we didn't talk about McKinley for some reason. I think it's my error, but McKinley gave Holy Cross all they can all they can handle last year. They're full of international players uh, that understand how to play the game, and McKinley is a dangerous team. Okay, all right. Um. Anyhow, um. So uh, McKinley uh, uh, beat Rummel four to one. Uh, Y'all, COVID is COVID. Uh, you heard that little beep that you just heard? I just got I just got a uh, a text from the game that we have tomorrow. Okay, uh, um, they have to quarantine. <laughs> I mean, so I, that's just right off the presses. We're playing St. Martin's tomorrow in a girls' game, and uh, and they had to pull out. And that's what this whole season is like. You know, it's just it's just. And it's happening on the football end too, y'all. It really is. And uh, saw a lot of teams not go to the playoffs this year because of COVID. So there you have it. Uh, COVID is is a serious factor. All right, Erath and David Thibodeau. I scrimmage David Thibodeau this year. Uh, they're a very organized team, and uh, they beat Erath eight to nothing. And I'm not surprised by that. East Jefferson played West Jeff. Um, they beat them five to nothing. Uh, Chris Paz is one of the great players. Um, he had the hat trick. And uh, anyhow, um, and their goalkeeper scored. <laughs> okay, Kevin Negret. how in the world did that happen? It was a windy day on the 30th. Maybe, maybe uh, that had something to do with it. Okay, South Terrebonne, we told you earlier, BHL Bourgeois, 6-5. to five, Okay, and then Loyola and Captain Treve go nose-to-nose and tie each other one-to-one okay uh we had talked about both of these teams in detail um with coach matlock and uh it looks like that was a a barn burner also another mid uh or central louisiana score that's worth looking at pineville and west Monroe go 1-1 and for some reason they decided to go to pk's okay for district purposes all right i kind of like just leaving it a tie honestly um, I guess I'm different in that regard, but Westminster wound up winning six five. So you're talking about only one PK was missed. That's pretty impressive. Okay, Grant and Delta Charter tied at zero. Ruston beat Sterlington eight to nothing. We were wondering a couple weeks ago what kind of team Sterlington would put out. I gotta believe this is football uh, related. And of course, Henry, Holy Savior Menard beat Leesville two to nothing no surprises there at all okay so there you have it uh the girls i mean now let's go turn our attention to the girls and and see what's been going on with them um i need to change screens if you could um bear with me just one minute okay um i'd like to go for those teams division by division all right let's see girls all right and girls finally got it up sorry for the delay everybody okay so with the girls the baton rouge district first we got baton rouge central um and baton rouge high saint joseph's and zachary okay baton rouge is uh again like we talked to you with the boys baton rouge is is playing up in division one which is gonna have to be it's gonna be tough i mean they have a great program they should be able to handle it but it's really hard when you're a small school playing in a large division and you got st joe's it's right down the road and uh st joe's it's, it's their time okay it really is i don't know nothing about their talent I do know about Baton Rouge soccer and that they get a load of that talent there. And uh, it'd be fun to watch the Baton Rouge St. Joe's game for sure. And uh, if I have to pick a team in this district, it's hard to beat against, to to root against Baton Rouge High. But just because of the familiarity of St. Joe's in the area, I I think St. Joe's is your team to beat here. All right. Uh, Now, on the outskirts of Baton Rouge, you have Denham Springs, Dutchtown. East Ascension, Live Oak, St. Amont, and Walker. Okay, a bunch of te- this, is, this district makes a lot of sense. They have teams that are right next to each other, and it's going to be a battle. Um, I think when it comes to the girls, we played Walker last year, and they, they were very strong. Um, uh, it's kind of hard to ever root against Touchdown, okay, or Denham Springs for that matter so who's going to wind up on top with these guys uh we have to wait and see but don't never count out live oak and saint amont okay uh i'm not picking a winner in this district for the girls i don't know who you'd pick here okay uh, now when it comes to the north shore district we have covington fountain blue hammond mandeville north shore punch Tula, aside on st scholastica oh did i mention st scholastica all right st scholastica fell short last year And I guarantee you, those girls aren't used to falling short, and they're going to be playing soccer with a vengeance, I think, this year. Of course, uh, playing in this district, it's hard to pick one team. But you have Mandeville, who did such a great job uh, last year, and, of course, North Shore, who won the state championship last year. So – and then you've got – Fountain Blue, okay, and, and Hammond and Covington, Slidell, which plays strong soccer. I mean, boy, this district is just brutal, okay? It reminds me of the Catholic League many years ago with the boys. There's no off week in this district. And you wonder why their team wins state? Okay, after you get through a district like that, it's a walk in the park, <laughs> okay? So um, who should who should we pick? I'm gonna probably get some hate mail from Mandeville, um, but I think Saint Scholastica will be h- hard to pick against. Now, uh, the uh, the district that's uh, that's basically the Bayou River area. You got Central Lafourche, Destrahan, East Saint John, HL, which we played the other day, Hanville, and Thibodeau. Um, played HL the other day. Uh, I, I didn't see them as being a very organized team. Uh, Central LaFouche is going to have a lot of the LaFouche Soccer Club players on them. Destrian is going to have the St. Charles soccer players on them. Okay. Uh, but then you got Hanville. Hanville's got the West Bank St. Charles players. And Hanville's a, a, a really strong squad. And one thing I like about Hanville High School is they support their soccer programs uh, there, the boys and the girls. So uh, I don't, the only team I know about in this district is is, uh, is HL. Um, but if I had to pick a team, I would say watch out for the Hanville Tigers, okay, in Division One. Uh, now the New Orleans Division, another tough division, because right now you got you got all the all these teams are well coached. You got Chalmette, Dominican, Grace King, John Arrett, Mount Carmel, and uh, and West Jefferson. And uh, all of these teams are, are, are going to have a chance to win all of these games. West Jefferson's got a hard schedule, uh, good coach. Uh, Mount Carmel, um, uh, you, you got you got a team that's uh, just that reloads every every year. And uh, and it's and I'm telling you, um, uh, I'm hard pressed to pick against Mount Carmel. The Dominican always puts a strong team together. They have some good young players and. And uh, it should be something to see. John Aaron, uh, we'll have players. Okay, uh, how organized they are. I don't know. Salmen as well. So you have, you know, three, uh, three teams that, that uh, are going to battle it out. I think in that district, and three teams that are going to be teams that you can't just go to sleep on um, to pick to pick the leader um, of this. Uh, I really I would have be hard pressed in this situation to pick against Mount Carmel Cubs, okay? Uh just uh from experience and just knowing um the coaching staff. All right, when it comes to Division 2, okay, um and by the way, uh, one of the re- let me put it to you this way. One of the reasons why I think Mount uh, Carmel is, is the team to beat is because Pavlos hasn't gone anywhere. Pavlos Petro, his son is uh, is the head coach, but he's still there as a backbone for his son, and that and that that is just a wealth a wealth of coaching talent there. Okay, in Division Two, uh, Division I'm glad I'm no longer in. Okay, uh, uh, it's it's pretty strong. You got uh you got in um uh in the Baton Rouge area really just three teams. Liberty, I know nothing about, Plaquemine, which I've seen before, and Woodlawn Baton Rouge. Okay, a three team district. That's you know, the LHSA just had to do that, I guess. And uh and I couldn't tell you who would be the winner there. Of course Woodlawn gets a lot of soccer talent from Baton Rouge. So, you know, uh uh I would expect good things from them. Now, in the Bayou area, you got A.J. Ellender, which I talked about a couple of minutes ago, South LaFouche, South Terrebonne, Terrebonne, and then Vanderbilt Catholic, okay? Vanderbilt Catholic is a team that expects state championships, and and, and, uh, they were strong last year. It it didn't end up well, but they really, really – Really were strong. Okay. And I think they're going to be just as strong this year. I don't see this district being any challenge for them whatsoever. Now, in the New Orleans area, you got Archbishop Chappelle, Ben Franklin, Bonable East Jeff, Franklinton, Lakeshore, Riverdale, and Salmon. Okay. All teams that are familiar with each other. Um, we got Chappelle as a Catholic school and Ben Franklin, which which is always strong there will always be strong their machine over there on the lakefront and uh and and no matter what uh they would be my pick to take any district that they would be in as a girls team it's nice to play them uh i like my girls to, to, to see ben franklin play because they play a really beautiful style of soccer um, having said all that, Bonneville—the uh, Bonneville's boys' team has been successful. I think it's um, breathed some interest with the girls. And Riverdale, uh, Riverdale always takes soccer very, very seriously, so they'll be a tough out. And, of course, Lakeshore. Lakeshore is going to have a lot of the Mandeville Lakers on their team. So I think it's going to be a battle personally between Ben Franklin and Lakeshore, and we'll see who comes out on top of that. Let me tell you something, especially with the weather turning cold right now. It's tough to play on the North Shore because they get uh, uh, for a New Orleans team. New Orleans teams, when they get to the North Shore, it it is a lot colder there on the North Shore. It's just different. It's a different type of cold that we're not used to uh, in New Orleans. Very close in proximity, very different climate. Okay. Now uh, we have a West Bank district. Now we got Academy of Our Lady, Bell Chase. It's good to see Edna Carr with a the team. Then you got Helen Cox, Higgins, and Landry Walker. Uh, I think AOL and Bell Chase are the cream of the crop. I had the, the chance to coach some Bell Chase players during club this year, and they're strong and, uh, and and very determined. They had a great season last year, and I think they felt like they could have gone deeper in the playoffs. And uh, the girls that I that I got I got to coach are focused. They have a new coach this year um we'll see how that turns out but they're very excited about her she's she's experienced has played before so we'll see how bell chase goes and academy of our lady of course um is is going to be strong because a lot of the girls that go to aol like to play clubs club ball for various clubs so you should see i think uh, those two teams battling it out and my money would be on bell chase just because I, I just know them and, and and those players are strong okay division three all right uh in the baton rouge area you got baker brulee livonia the parkview baptist st michael's university in west feliciana just like the boys okay is parkview st michael and university that are going to be um the teams to beat in that area okay just like the boys the Bruley girls um, um, are, I think, pretty confident. They did schedule a game in New Orleans with us until they found out that the game that we scheduled was during um, their exam week, and they had to pull back. But you don't go looking for games in New Orleans uh, if you don't think you have a strong squad. So this Bruley squad is a squad I'm going to be keeping my eyes on. But, uh, look, I've seen Park v. Baptist last year, St. Michael's, Haven't seen University in detail, but University always puts out a strong, strong team. It really is going to kind of pan out to who got most of the Baton Rouge soccer players, and my money would be on University there. But never count out Parkview Baptist. Okay, our division. I coach the girls as well, and so the division, the new this division, (laughs) this district rather in Division Three, is the same as the boys. It's just so messed up. De La Salle, Eddie White, Haynes, Lesser Lutcher, Morgan City, and Patrick Taylor. So who should win it? Eddie White was a very, very strong team last year, and uh, that's one team I'm definitely paying attention to. Um, but De La Salle team this year is stronger than it was last year, and, uh, and we gave a lot of these teams a run for their money in the district, so I'm hoping we'll make some noise. Haynes, had a strong team last year, so um, based on what I know from last year and what I've been looking at, I, I would pick Edie White and Haynes to be the two teams to pay close attention to. I would, I would definitely never ignore Lusher and De La Salle. I would also say this: we played at Lusher last year, and that team was ferocious. Okay, they played very physical and um, and with a lot of passion. This year, I get to play them in New Orleans, which I'm hoping is going to have a better ending for us uh, having them to have to come all the way over here. What a large district that is. And again, the other district that's in the New Orleans area is Hannon, Cabrini, International, Kenner Discovery, Noma, Pearl River, and Ursuline. Now, we play Ursuline this year, but later on, I won't be able to tell you how they are. I played Cabrini last year. And they were very, very solid team. And they look pretty young. Um, Archbishop Hannon has to put out a good team because you're not only just getting the Madisonville youth soccer players, but you're probably getting a couple of Mandeville and Covington players there as well. So um, I think Hannon would be a team that I would not uh, uh, take my eyes off. Noma's boys team is strong, which should breathe some life into Noma's girls team. Ursuline is dangerous because, of course, most of those girls probably play club ball for all the various clubs, which are way too many in New Orleans now. It used to be way too few, but now we've gone to way too many, I think. Um, so we'll see how that district pans out. Uh, play play counter-discovery on Thursday unless that game gets canceled by COVID as well. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, so that's the take on, on that district and and now that leads us to the final division division four okay uh baton rouge area has two districts but only what uh, uh seven teams or is that eight teams still it's like um, they have some districts with eight teams so like the one the first baton rouge district is highland baptist opelousas catholic and then westminster so you got that's kind of a, a weird swath of teams, and uh, but at least they're on that I ten corridor, you know, and uh, playing each other. Uh, y'all, Westminster um, would be my team to beat because a lot of the West, Westminster players do play club ball. That's the only reason why I would pick them. Okay, I'd like to get an expert on here to pick. I tried to get uh, some of the coaches. From that area, uh, and it just uh, just didn't work out uh, tonight with this being a live broadcast. But don't don't worry, I am going to get some of the uh, uh, some of the coaches from this area um, as soon as I can. Okay. Um. I just got a notification. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what he's got to say. Okay. So any polls they're asking? Yes, I will go over the polls as soon as i can but first let's just continue to go on through the districts of who we think are going to be the teams to be okay then i'll go through the polls if that's okay with y'all okay actually instead of the polls i like to go through the power rankings all right but let's go back to to, uh to division four for the girls all right in the next district you got catholic point could be crystal ray which man i had a game scheduled with them And then they ran out of players. They don't have enough players to field a team. So the principal pulled a plug on their team. And now they're going to have to wait till next year. But boy, I was looking forward to that. I don't know if you know anything about Crystal Ray schools, but they're fascinating Catholic schools. And it's kind of like a movement. And I was looking forward to playing them. But then you got Dunham and Episcopal, just like with the boys. Okay, that's going to be your battle there to see who's going to represent that district in the playoffs. Now... In the North Shore, boy, do you have something here. you got Christ Episcopal, North Lake Christian, Pope, John Paul, and St. Thomas Aquinas. Okay, I've played two of these teams so far this year. St. Thomas Aquinas has some very good players, but I don't think they are any match for Christ Episcopal. Christ Episcopal is loaded with talent. I had my girls play them just so they could see how I think the game should be played. And I don't think uh, there's a better teacher than playing a team that's already doing it. And uh, and my girls got an eye full playing Cross Episcopal. By the way, a shout out to Coach Judy's who was on the sidelines at that time. Uh, the way they treated us was excellent. Um, uh, they didn't rub it in our face. Um, and they just played a, a real nice, clean game. I think they're gonna be the team to beat. Played North Lake Christian last year and definitely know about Pope John Paul's prowess. So we'll have to wait and see, but my money's on, uh, on um, uh, Christ Episcopal, all right? Uh, those, that team is very strong. They're going to beat a lot of higher division teams this year. All right, the Bayou River area, Covenant Christian, going to play them on Saturday. Homa Christian, Ridgewood, Riverside. St. Charles, I'm going to play a couple of days from uh, a couple of weeks from now. And then St. Martin's, which I just told you, I had a game with them tomorrow and I just got um, COVIDed out. So that's going to hurt St. Martin's terribly to have to take two weeks off. So uh, I think their chances of winning there go, go south. Homer Christian just 8 0 somebody the other day. Um, they're well coached, very talented. I think that uh, they're the team to beat. I think Covenant Christian is a tough out, and of course St. Charles was a very good team last year, and uh, I'm looking forward to playing them this year. They should they should be very hard to beat. But Homer Christian seems it seems to me that all the work that they've put in establishing this program is now starting to pay off. Okay, and finally the New Orleans area. You got Academy of Sacred Heart. Who could pick against them? Fisher. Newman, McGee, Country Day, Sarah Reed, and Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Well, Newman is Newman, right? Uh, McGee has a strong program. Boy, you should watch them. Like, if you ever go uh, around um, Horrell Playground, they practice at Harrell. I mean, they're practicing four or five teams over there. And so they have a wealth of, uh, of a talent pool to pick from. But, man... Sacred Heart and Newman are just strong. It's hard It's hard to beat either one of them. Uh, I think Newman, I think, really would be your team to beat this year. Uh, but I could never count out Sacred Heart of uh, New Orleans. So how can you ever count them out with all the state championships that they have won? Okay, so who do you think is going to win? You can contact us um, by texting me at 504 577 3131-504-577-3131 if you wanted to be a part of the show. So, as we were requested, let's look at the top teams. And, and I'm going to look really at the um, at the power rankings, if y'all don't mind. Um, okay, so, let's see. For the girls, okay, here we go. All right, in Division One, in Division One, okay, uh, the early power rankings, again, are very, very, very early. And I, I don't think accurate. I think anybody would agree with me there uh, because we're looking at a couple of wins here and there. I don't have a poll for the girls uh, to go with, but uh, here we go. Captain Shreve is the top of the power rankings with 7.6 power points. Ponchatoula is second. But that's only after one game. But Captain Shreve's played four. All right, Dominican has played two and won both of them. And uh, they have a 6.5 ranking. Um, West Monroe has got a 6.29 ranking. All right, and they've tied one and one, two. Bird is 3-0 uh, with a 6.9. HL Bourgeois now, I mean... Uh, H. O. Bourgeois, I don't think it's a very strong team, but they're sitting fifth with North Shore, the defending state champions. North Shore has only only won one game this, so far. Only played one game. St. Scholastica is two uh, and zero, uh, and Ruston and Hanville bottom out the top ten in power rankings. But y'all, uh, it's just it's it's kind of fun to do power rankings this early. The power rankings do not <laughs> do not they're not floating with me right now. All right, uh, uh, period. Okay. I think you're going to see Mount Carmel, which is 1 0 and 1, move up the ranks. Baton Rouge move up the ranks. I think you're going to see um, Denham Springs. Uh, Central LaFouche was very good last year. They just haven't played a game yet. And uh, and so, you know, we'll see how that goes with Division One. Okay. Um, Division Two is almost the same story. You got West Washita with eight quality points, okay. Um, um Ben Franklin is two, tied with Lakeshore and Washita Parish, Woodlawn Baton Rouge, Houghton, AJ Elander, okay, and then Neville, okay, uh, and then uh Cato Magnet and uh Liberty. Okay, so um looking at looking at all these schools, um um, uh, you got, uh, I kept saying that we play HL bourgeois. I just realized that it's AJ Ellender We played, I'm sorry. All you HL bourgeois fans. We haven't seen you yet, but anyhow, AJ Ellender uh, is beat us. Okay. but They didn't look very strong. Uh, I, I apologize for saying that about, uh, HL bourgeois. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a human being kids. Anyhow, um, uh, Neville is seventh, Cato Magnet is ninth, and Liberty is tenth. I know nothing about Liberty. They're two and one. Uh, and I have a hard time having Ben Franklin outside of the number one ranking in Lakeshore. Uh, I think that's going to change as the games are played teams that are on the outside looking in right now, which are not going to stay on the outside is St. Thomas More. We had Coach Underwood on the show. And look, St. Thomas More might be one and three, but they're one and three playing Saints Scholastica uh, and teams of that caliber. So uh watch their power rankings skyrocket as they start playing their regular season games. I personally think St. Thomas More is probably the team in Division II you're going to have to beat when it's all set and done. Okay. Um, teams also that are on the outside that I think don't belong outside of the top ten are Bell Chase, Vanderbilt. Yo, Vanderbilt and Turlings are tied at 17. Are you kidding me? Okay. They haven't won a game. Uh, Turlings is 0-1-1 and Vanderbilt's 0-1-1 so it puts them at 17th but those two teams are definitely not going to end up 17th seed. I promise you that. So Turlings, uh, Vanderbilt, and, uh, and 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 um, St. Thomas Moore, I, I suggest that those be the teams that you watch and watch how this thing changes. Now, in Division Three, it does look pretty pretty accurate uh, at the top. Anyway, you got Loyola Prep, who has yet another Matlock on their team. You can stroll down and listen to our North, North Louisiana preview from a few weeks ago. Loyola Prep is ranked number one. Um, then St. Michael is two. West Feliciana is three. Bruley is four. So what I was telling you about Bruley, okay? Um, but they've only played one game. Cabrini's played one game. Ketter Discovery, I'm playing them Thursday. They're ranked fourth, okay, tied with Cabrini and Bruley and Livonia and Lusher and Pearl River. They all have the same power rankings at fourth. Uh, and then the 10th team is north DeSoto. so who's being left out well st louis catholic y'all university park v baptist ed white okay they're 11 12 13 and 14 and i promise you in a week or two they're not going to be they're going to be way up the ladder okay on the food chain so um uh, keep keep all of that in mind another team on the outside looking in uh that, that probably doesn't belong there is uh is Haynes and um and let's see Bolton's out there too Starlington uh, but Starlington's zone three so that, that was that's kind of a surprise for me to me okay and um so we'll see how it all goes Ursula and I have not even played a game yet uh, in this with this uh power ranking and finally uh in division four I think they got it right. Homo Christian is number one. Crest Episcopal is three, which isn't going to stay there very long. Washington Christian, I know nothing about, but I heard Coach Matlock talk good things about Washington Christian. Um, then you have Dunham Episcopal, Thomas Jefferson, uh, Vermilion Catholic, Westminster, and then Newman. And Newman's got one tie, but Newman is, uh, the type of team that is gonna is gonna play hard teams at the beginning of the year. you know, I think that's the key to success. I know a lot of people have been arguing with me about that, that you gotta play the power rankings, you gotta play easy teams and get your team confidence, but I just don't believe in that. I think I think if your goal is to win a state championship, you gotta play tough teams. And and there's no way to hide from that. Okay, so so let's look at who's on the outside of Division Four. You got Pope John Paul at 10th that's not going to remain the same. Um, you got Catholic New Iberia, which uh, should make noise. They always do. Covenant Christian, okay, St. Charles, St. Martin's, okay. Uh, well, with their COVID, I don't know what, what, what to say about them right now. Episcopal School of Acadiana is on the outside, which which should should not change it and uh, stay the same there as well. And St. Fred's. Oh, he's got one loss, but St. Frederick's is always a powerful team. So I'll look uh, – when it comes to the girls, I think these power rankings are, are definitely going to change uh, drastically as, as the days go on, okay? All right. Uh, now let's go to the boys, okay? The boys um, – give me a minute to put that up, if you will. Okay, let's see – that's girls so all right I tell you what I'm tired (laughs) we've been at it for a while tonight and uh, I appreciate all y'all who are watching okay when it comes to the boys now uh, the power rankings okay we got division one Denham Springs on top okay Captain Shreve is second Catholic Baton Rouge is third Jesuit is fourth. And get this, St. Paul's is fifth, even though they're 3 and 0. Okay. Uh, don't imagine that's going to stay the same. Uh, Acadiana is sixth. Mandeville is seventh, at, with a record of 3 and 1. Ruston is eighth. Dutchtown is ninth. And Grace King, uh, but with only a 1 0 record, is 10th. So notable teams that are not in the top 10. Uh, that are probably going to wind up in the top 10. I think a Rummel. Rummel's three and two. And, um, and really, I got the impression talking to their coach that they feel like they're going to have a very good season this year. Uh, uh, then you got Alexandria. Uh, I, the numbers didn't wash out good for them, but they're going to be good. Baton Rouge is going to be good. Brother Martin's going to be good. Okay, um, I think also looking at this list, um You got Lafayette outside of the playoffs, okay? Um, Central Lafourche, and, okay, and that's really it. So Southside, I don't know much about. I'm kind of watching them because Southside is basically um, taking most of Como's talent, so they should be able to do something with it, Uh, and we'll see. Other teams that are outside looking in are Pineville and Airline. Uh, Pineville's 2-0-1. Airline is three and two, but they probably played a really really tough schedule. So, so that's the boys um, in Division One. In Division Two, Ben Franklin's on top, and Bonneville's number two, and I, I'm, I'm full. I'm fine with that. Bonneville is, is got my philosophy. They're playing hard teams, and uh, to make themselves better, and they were upset special winners last year, and I think they want more. And I think it's been good for Bonneville to go to Division Two, honestly too. Well, you got South Terrebonne. Then you have Shaw. Shaw's undefeated. They're ranked fourth. Okay? Um, uh, and, and look, they're scared. their district is not the strongest, so they might wind up staying in the top ten for a while. Then you got Liberty, which I know nothing about, Parkway, Neville, Riverdale, and East Jefferson. No surprises with Riverdale and East Jefferson and Neville. And then Holy Cross, y'all, is 10th. But get this. Uh, yeah, they lost, okay, a game, but but, uh, it's early in the season, and with all the football players missing, I think you're going to see Holy Cross defending state champions go straight back to the top. We're going to play them at the end of the month. I'll let you know how that goes, okay? So outside the top 10 are teams like Lakeshore, McKinley. McKinley is one and two, but but wait till you see what their record's going to look like by the time they get going. Live Oak is also um, uh, outside the top 10, which I don't think will stand. St. Thomas More out the top 10. Are you kidding me? Okay. Are you kidding me? All right. And outside the playoffs, you got Boshin. Belchase. Bell Chase. Well, they have not had any games registered yet. Okay. Bo Shin's usually in the top three. Bell Chase, I think, is going to get, get uh, uh, started. Some ground up there, and uh, and so and I think Woodlawn Baton Rouge as well. So it's way too early. We to doing power rankings now in my division, Division Three. Okay, no surprise of the top two. You got Park v Baptist, uh, which we're going to play in two weeks, and then Lusher, um, which I'm going to play next month, and then Saint Louis. David Thibodeau's there um, uh, with a one and no record. Played them the other day, and uh, they, they were very very good. St. Louis, North Vermillion, West Feliciana, then Edie White, who's undefeated, 2-0-1, St. Michael's undefeated, 2-0-1, Bozier, and then Loyola Prep is 2-2-2. and But look at the talent. I mean, I bet you that, you know, I mean, they're playing Caddo, for example. So Loyola Prep is not really worried about power rankings. They're playing tough competition. We'll see how they end up a month from now. I guarantee you uh, it would be no surprise to me if they wind up number one, okay. On the outside looking in, um, you have uh, uh, you have in division three. Oh well, I forgot to go through the rest of them. St. Louis is fourth. North Vermillion, West Feliciana, Edie White, St. Michael, Bozier, and Loyola Prep. On the outside is Hannon. I don't think they're going to wind up there. Uh, uh, and then you've got Vanderbilt which is ranked 17th, y'all. So they ain't nowhere in the world they are going to be 17th, okay? Uh, tell us how if we had the playoffs today, we'd be going to the playoffs, so we're kind of proud about that. Uh, Sterlington is on the outside looking in, and uh, which which should change. And um, Anyhow, teams that don't even have any kind of marks whatsoever are Haynes, uh, teams like Haynes, Peabody, University Lab so in Bel Air so stay tuned with division three. All right, I think things are going to be radically different okay in a, in a just a couple of days not even a week. Now in division four uh, ESA is on top no no uh, complaints with me there. Uh, Christ Episcopal is two. I think you're gonna see them at number one. Episcopal is three. Newman is four even though they're undefeated. Thomas Jefferson is five. St. Thomas Aquinas is six. They're one, one, and one. Okay. Rapids is uh, seventh. Morris Jefferson, uh, a team I know nothing about, is eighth. Glenmore, a team that we do know about, is ninth. Sarah Reed, yep, you heard it. Sarah Reed is tenth. Okay. Explain that one to me. And, uh, And on the outside, looking in, you got Delta Charter. Holy Savior Bernard, which is only one in one Homer Christian, who might just win the state title. Evangel, which we heard two weeks ago was very strong. Lafayette Christian, which should be pretty strong. Um, and then Westminster Christian, not to mention Ascension Episcopal and Ascension Christian. The Catholic New Iberia uh, hasn't even recorded a game yet. Dunham hasn't recorded a great game yet, Grace Christian, Northlake Christian, Pope John Paul II, St. Charles, and, and uh, Vermilion Catholic. So y'all look, hold the phone. It's, it's just really way too early to make predictions as to who is going to finish on top. Okay, y'all, I've done the best that I can do. Uh, uh, I appreciate all y'all who have been live with us. And all of y'all who are going to watch us as as, uh, as, uh, as the season goes on, I'd like to say hello to Troy, who's uh, who's one of our uh, biggest fans. Appreciate your comment on the page. And I just hope that uh, everybody here has a memorable season. But let's pray for COVID to go away. I think Right now, I'm kind of reeling inside that we lost this game tomorrow. And who knows how many more games we're going to wind up losing because of COVID. Okay, so let's keep everybody in prayer. I know we're tired of wearing these. I'm tired of wearing this. But we, it's something we really, really, really just have to do. Anyhow, uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us at Monday Night Football at, at MNFUTBOL, okay, and uh, on Twitter as well. And we're glad to get your your take on everything. I'm going to try to get a local coach uh, to go over to Florida Parishes. Uh, next week okay instead of just having me go over them all right um uh, i think that's what makes the show special as well so we try to get as many of you on the show as possible anyhow a carpe die and christ may god bless you and your family and we thank you for being on board on monday night football your voice for youth soccer we'll see you next week uh on our podcast on Creston city sports thank you god bless you and take care